Actually, it seems like it gets so hot in here when there's the three of us. More than a third hotter than it is now. I don't know how much heat. <laughs> how hot do we think Tom is? I think Tom is unnaturally warm. Hello and welcome back to another Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. Yes, another one of one of many recently. Yeah. We've been we've been uh, we've been on it. Yeah, they were just Quite too good. good to release. Yeah, we 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 got rid of a load. We, we're perfectionists, as you will probably already know by the amount of crisps we've eaten during uh, recording. Of we've cut down on crisps. We've moved on to like Haribo, which are. Much easier. I think to as eat. most professional sound engineers would say, absolutely fine. It's on the it's, it's on the packet, the suite of the sound engineer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally agree. Uh, no Tom again. So it's just me and Russ. Yeah. B- because it's five minutes after we <laughs> finished the last one. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll draw the curtain back. <laughs> yes, because it's five minutes after we just finished the last one. So yeah. Um, so we'll probably have them back next week. Fingers crossed. Mm, definitely. Uh, so this time I thought we could talk. And we'll get back into our rhythm next week of the way we usually do things. I think mm-hmm. we need to do a Choose Your Own Adventure book. Um, <clears throat> but this week, I want to talk Star Wars. I'm in, in favour of it. Yeah, it's right, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, there we go. Pro- podcast over. Mm. Good. Um, let's talk Star Star Wars is in the news in nearly every aspect of entertainment at the moment. Yeah, it's almost like Disney is quite good at saturating a market in the run-up to its biggest film of the year coming out. It is, but not of its good press. Well, so if we're, are we talking loot crates again here? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit, but I'm going to try and generally talk about how I think EA are really fucking up the Star Wars games franchises. Yeah. EA never, see, never struck me as a company that bothered... About how good the games are, they make as long as they make money. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty. And, and they're also, they're not. They're not. I can never. EA are a publisher, aren't they? Not a developer. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they don't actually make the games. No. They have this weird network of studios that they fire up and close down on a yeah. whim to actually do the hard work. And well, they are probably stuffed full of very talented, dedicated people yeah. who hate what ends up happen, happening to their creations a lot of the time. Like what happened to Visceral, yeah. which is just a studio they just shut down because they weren't making the Star Wars game that would make them the most money. Yeah, um, It was Amy Hennig, the person that did uh, Uncharted, wasn't it? And we were due like a kind of adventure game, like a Star Wars adventure game, which sounds quite fun, but because... Yeah. Excuse me. They wanted a, a Destiny-like game in the Star Wars universe, and Bioware are already working on a Destiny-like game anthem. Um, it feels like they're, they're they're kind of flooding the market with these games that are all going to be very similar. Just one of them happens to be set in the Star Wars universe, which is yeah. questionable. So they shut down Visceral. They've bought Respawn, so I think we're probably due a very fluid shooter at some point, much like Titanfall or Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, but then where does that fit in with Battlefront? Well, it depends. I suppose you could make this the the Star Wars story of the of the of Star Wars, if that makes sense. So you've got um, the the main films are represented by Battlefront. I don't think Rogue One is 
particularly represented by it. But you could do like a Boba Fett game, for example. Um, I don't think it is. So like the new Battlefront covers all eras. Yeah. But then, you know, Rogue One is sort of right in between. The start. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, it doesn't really matter. No. So I, I, it's interesting to see what they do. But going back to the whole loot box thing, which EA really did take the piss about this time around, from what I understand, the reason they have now taken it down, taken down any kind of paid uh, trans... Well, any kind of uh, paid loot crates have been taken down by EA because Disney stepped in and go went, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, this I think that's... really bad press. That's quite obviously what's happened. Yeah. EA is a big company mm. and they can shrug off this sort of thing because yeah. they've they've experienced exactly this before yeah and they know that the noise will die down and they'll still make sure there's money out of it yeah but compared to Disney mm. EA is nothing yeah and Disney would not have been happy about you know like you can imagine that Disney were even barely aware yeah that this was happening until they started getting loads of notifications that there's negative press coverage associated with the words Star Wars yeah one month before the film comes out. Yeah. So they're not fucking having that. No, they um, uh, very protective of their properties, and they're they're, yeah. they're kind of known as uh, they don't want any bad press. It's not like EA who are just like ah, yeah, you'll be alright. They're, they're, they're a bit so. they're like yeah. a pioneer of yeah. the games world. Yeah, you're you're gonna buy it anyway, so you might yeah. as well. So whereas Disney are very much using something like Battlefront as yeah. Just just the the way it happened as well. Like they, they, they've had the the beta out and they've been doing their normal. Oh, we hear you. We need to do better yeah. on this, but nothing really changes. And then the day before the game comes out, it's yanked. Mm-hmm. Obviously, really quickly because yeah. all the menu interfaces and stuff are still there. They just lead to sort of blank screens. So it was not no. done in a planned way at all. They obviously just got some massive stepping on from Disney yeah about this it, it was not done in a way that, that says we chose to do this <laughs> no we, we really care about our customers no it, it was because Disney stepped in and went I think Bethesda could probably do this if you if you if you want to up to it yeah um, and it, it's as I say it's a real shame because the people that, that wrote the story for the campaign of Battlefront one of them is the guy from Spec Ops The Line Oh, yeah. Which is one of my favourite games in terms of story, especially mm. one of the most depressing games. Have you ever <laughs> played it? No. Yeah, it's 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 a slog. You feel bad about every person you kill, but <laughs> um, and you kill a lot of people. But it's I was I was kind of looking forward to this, and this is kind of a cloud over what could have been something really special. Yeah, but I mean, it much more affects the multiplayer side of things, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. there weren't any loot crates in the single player campaign. Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Um, not that I've experienced. It, it's it's just a shit. The, the, we mentioned the flight mechanics in the last part. They're really good. It's it's just mm. a well put together game. Um, the multiplayer, from what I understand, is really good. The single player is good. It feels good. It feels like Star Wars. It feels like you're in Star Wars, which is all you really want from a Star Wars game. And the, the last one did that really well. Yeah, I re- I did really enjoy the last one. It's just it was. 100% multiplayer only. Yeah. 
the single player stuff was so fucking awful. Yeah, well, it was just in the multiplayer pretty much, wasn't it? it was, yeah, with like three bots on the screen. Yeah. Because Battlefront 1 and 2 back on the mm. PS2 weren't, well, they were sort of barely multiplayer. Yeah. I had, I, I had the original yeah. Battlefront 2 on the PC mm. and the multiplayer for that was awesome. But it was conceived as a single player mm. experience and it worked phenomenally. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason why it couldn't still be done like that. No, it just go up against tons of AI bots. Yeah. And and it, it would work. And so I'm assuming out. that the single player campaign is the same sort of thing. You're not this one character all the way through. You are just Stormtrooper. No, whatever. it's it's meant to be set around this one character. Um, yeah, but like when you're actually playing it, you're just a Stormtrooper no, or whoever. You? you still you still look like yeah, it's still essentially it's no different from a character. It's no different from Master Chief. Okay, in you are. Oh, so you are literally that one character. That yeah. Time. The only time you're not is that they bring in like some of the heroes. So you got like Luke Skywalker. You play as Luke Skywalker for a bit, and Han Solo. Or that's weird beardy Han Solo. He's got like a beard in it. Mm. Um, they're doing it what um, Dan Harmon describes as the Monopoly Man joke, which is uh, a guy dressed as a Monopoly Man and then takes the piss out of how he's dressed as a Monopoly man for no reason. And then that's not really a joke at all because he's specifically dressed as a Monopoly man. To... <laughs> so like, there's a bit where you go up to someone in a bar and you go, I'm looking for someone to go, yeah, he's got nearly as bad a beard as you. And it's like, that's not one of Han Solo's defining traits is his beard. So Why have they given him a beard? I don't know. It's so weird. I think it's just to, to make him look old, but not too old. But then he didn't have a beard in the film. <laughs> it's really weird. I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture, and we'll, well, we'll probably put it up as the. the maybe it's going through like a weird midlife crisis phase. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Taking um, the roof off the Falcon and painted it red. <laughs> and Solo beard. <laughs> Star Wars Han Solo grew a sexy beard after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Some of the pictures that people have have put on there does not look right. No, I can't find. Let's have a look. This is making for great podcasting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're fine. I think we're, we're new there now. Honest guys. No, I've got up and cutting most of this out. There you go. Just doesn't work. Just doesn't work for it. Hands it doesn't look like Ryan Reynolds. No. Um, so yeah, you got Han Solo in there with a beard. Speaking of which, completely off subject. Have you seen the Deadpool two trailer? Yeah, love it. It's great. Right? I'm totally. I'm, I'm totally into love it. cocaine. <laughs> I get that Deadpool by now has become a bit of a tired joke yeah, in yeah. the comics, yeah. but the film was awesome. Yeah. And this just looks like they've gone. Oh, you thought we were being weird last time? <laughs> Man, I'm high right now. <laughs> Like when they're going to their studio, so we've got the trailer. There's about four seconds of footage from the film. <laughs> the rest of it is an elaborate Bob Ross, Bob Ross parody. There he is. We we into that? Yeah. <laughs> Whacking the stick. Whack this off. Again. <laughs> it's so good. It's so silly. I love it. Oh, anyway, Star Wars. Um, yeah, Han Solo's got a beard and he makes a joke about how he's got a beard. 
and it, it's just weird. Yeah. Because, like, it's not one of his defining features. You can't make a joke about Hans Zimmer's beard. It's lazy. That's a lazy story. Yeah, it's like making a joke about his monocle or something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden, he's just got a monocle for one scene, yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so Luke crazes a hole. Hmm. You, you may as well just have a big thing saying, give us some more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. For something that you don't really need. But, I think, you know, the... I thought we said last time if people didn't buy them mm. they wouldn't sell them now I heard an interesting point uh, I think it was Jim Sterling talking about how it's basically gambling so people with addictive personalities could end up spending a lot of money oh, gotcha. on loot boxes yeah. which is a massive problem but yeah generally if you're not that fussed hit Overwatch for example just play as much as Sarah plays it so just put but, four weeks in. But also the, yeah. the stuff you get out of the, the loot crates in Overwatch is yeah. cosmetic. It yeah. doesn't yeah. really affect your ability to, to play the game or yeah. give you an unfair advantage over other people. Whereas this one, you want to play as Darth Vader. So. Yeah. Or just, you know, you. I've, I've read some fairly bad things about the multiplayer experience. Just it, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel fair. You can, mm. get a, you can snipe a headshot on someone yeah. and they'll shrug it off. And you're not sure, is that just how this is or is it because they've dropped 60 quid on crates and have got massive massive health buffs like the Darth Helmet yeah yeah, yeah. Darth Helmet um, yeah um, so it's it, it and you, sometimes with the game you just get that feeling where everything's been tweaked just mm. to, to rinse as much money out of you as possible yeah and it feels that but way but if you don't if you're not prepared to engage with that which I am absolutely not no so then uh, it's a real turn-off. I think as well, Disney must be getting pretty pissed off because we were promised, by now, I think we were promised at least three or four Star Wars games. Yeah. And, and they, if you think at the rate they're cranking the films out. Yeah. They, like, I'd have thought something would come out last year when Rogue One came out. Yeah. And it does feel like there's been a lot of... Oh, what was it called? That 1337 or something? Yeah, the, which they cancelled. 12, which... 20, yeah, I can't remember. There was some numbers, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, anyway, phenomenal. It looked great. And they just cancelled it, start again. And you get a feeling that that's what they were trying to, the kind of thing they were trying to do with what Visceral were doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm correct. There's not too much in the way of like Yoda's wacky races, karting game, or anything like <laughs> I that. Totally play it. Yeah, 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 probably. But like, it, 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 there's not too much of that nonsense. Hmm. Um, it just, yeah, it feels like we need it. That hasn't. What was the last really great Star Wars game? I'm gonna say. Jedi Knight 2 <laughs> yeah I know yeah, Jedi Knight 2 was, was great um, they could do it just re-releasing oh, those remastering what those some, what were some absolutely awesome Star Wars games so Pod Racer yeah on the N64 genuinely awesome that was great TIE Fighter and it felt proper Star Wars yeah. as well yeah X-Men like, versus TIE the whole X-Men versus TIE yeah. Fighter up to like X-Men Alliance yeah I mean it actually like there's for, been a few really good Star Wars games but yeah. over, probably most of them have been a bit less good than Knights of the Old Republic which is ancient now yeah yeah you know it feels like there's a bit of a, a gap there which so I think Tom mentions it actually because he, he's got his opinions on this which is uh, we need Bioware to be out in charge of the Star Wars games yeah yeah, it, it feels like EA have been put on notice after mm. this. Yeah, so I think we might see some projects get hurried along, maybe. 
Uh, track record speaks for themselves, and Bioware is a track record of making great Star Wars games. They also realise that, that Stat Wars um, is and always has been uh, about the story and its place in the used universe. Which is only really things like KOTOR have, have focused on. Everything else is like, we're going to take an element of it and make something cool about it. So yeah, yeah. it's the pod races, it's Starfighter battles, it's big battle scenes. Mm. You know, what, what was the last great sort of story-driven Star Wars game that is set in the film era? Because even The Old Republic, that's like a thousand years ago, isn't it? No, just The Old Republic game, not The Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. That's, um, that's an MMO, isn't it? I haven't played any of that. Uh, is it an MMO? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, last point though I feel that EA don't care for it in the way it should be cared for new blood is needed so as you said there's about five six studios that EA own yeah they, they don't feel like they. it doesn't feel like EA really care about the people that are actually making these games because when they when they first announced that they were a big deal as well hmm. that they were going to make Star Wars games and they were going to start with Star Wars Battlefront and everyone went crazy for it because everyone loves Battlefront um, and it's just gone Nothing, because we, we were under the impression that at least five studios were making Star Wars games, and we've not seen anything. They, they may well be in, in absolute secrecy. Yeah. But you could do, I mean, there's so much you could do in such a big universe, which is obviously what Disney have, have sort of gone, like, there's this whole thing, mm. and you did six films about one person. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is more to explore here. Yeah, should we get on to the films then as well? Because, I mean, that's, I kind of wanted to talk about Star Wars, because a lot yeah. is happening with Star Wars. Uh, Rian or Ryan Johnson has signed on to his own trilogy. Yeah, which will be nothing to do yeah. with the main story arc, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, just something in the universe. Yeah. <coughs> Carl Katarn? Carl is not a canon character anymore. No, and they can't do Carl Katarn after they did Rogue One. Yeah. Also, even if you did Carl Katarn, you've yeah. then got. Mara Jade, who ends up married to Luke Skywalker, it still brings it all back yeah, in. Jan who's basically Jen Erso anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, have have something just completely different. Set five hundred years ago, you know, do it at the height of the the old Republic, the yeah. height of the the Jedi Order, or something, or just you know something completely different. Um, you know, Rogue One, Rogue One is probably the furthest away a film has managed to get mm. um, and then you've got but you know the next story one is Han Solo and we've got a Boba Fett one as well who mm. is already an established character yeah, it feels like they need they need to push it away from that main core a little bit more in Rogue One it's just steeped with cameos from like Grand Moff Tarkin Darth Vader which I'm grateful for thank you Gareth Edwards you right Gareth Edwards yeah, yeah. Um, who made Darth Vader scary again yeah, like I rewatched Rogue One um, this week. That film is so good. It just it's just so so good, and yeah, it is amazing. I love it so much. It just takes all these things that you're so familiar with and does yeah. them in a different. I think my favorite. No, my favorite moment is Darth Vader massacring his way through. The it. look of but fear in their eyes. Apart yeah. from that, so there's a shot of the Death Star, yeah. which you've seen a million times before. But it's like tilted down mm. an angle, and it looks like an eye staring directly at Krennic, and you've never seen it used like that before. And it's just such an amazing shot. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, 
really well acted as well, and it will it will almost get forgotten. I think that film. It's one for the real fans. Yeah, it's, I, mean, it's, I don't think it did. It didn't do badly at the box office. No, not at all. Compared to like Force Awakens, it was nothing. But, but it's all, I think it's, that's what they're expecting. It's almost it's almost like fan fiction, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, it basically it's, was yeah. fan fiction. If you, if you watch the stuff of Gareth Edwards directing it, yeah, it's it looks, looks like a sex <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, having so much fun. Yeah, but um, it was done with love and care and attention, and it didn't do anything it shouldn't have done. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, I think. I mean, how close do you think we are to having? I think the next step is a TV series. There is one in development. Is there actually a TV series yeah. in development? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be. It's going to be like a Netflix type, type thing. I mean, that makes sense. Surely they, they must see what how well uh, Star Trek Discovery's done and think yeah we could do something with that. Uh, Dis- Disney spent a lot of money on Star Wars. Mm. They're going. Well, they've already made their money back, but they. You know, they're not going to be like, I think we've got enough money. (laughs) They're going to want to milk it and and produce stuff. And as long as what they're producing is high quality, Mm. I'm 100% on board with that. Do you think they they get to a point where they think, we're getting two Marvel films a year. Why not two Star Wars films a year? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Marvel Universe and the Star Wars Universe are probably about the same Mm. size. I mean, Marvel's probably got more characters and things, but... A lot of them are just, we can't do a film about this person. <laughs> no. Nobody's heard of it, and it's weird. <laughs> so yeah, you could do, there's there's so much you could do with Star Wars. And just just go crazy with it. You could, yeah. I'd watch a Wedge TV series, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah like Rogue Squadron, the TV series, would work. Yeah, that'd be amazing, in fact. A bit similar to Rogue One now, though, isn't it, unfortunately? But. Yeah. But now I'm just thinking of like all the best bits of Battlestar Galactica, but with yeah. Wedge in it. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> I Tony! Just I, Wedge is one of my favorite. I think Poe might edge Wedge, edging Wedge. Edge. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me think about Poe edging Wedge. If I can watch Poe edging Wedge, <laughs> fucking lately. I think Poe might might yeah. just Wedge. Who's got all of what four words in yeah, the film? But he's still one of the coolest. And in in the books, he yeah. is he's basically. Poe Dameron in the yeah, books, yeah. isn't it? He's just a badass pilot, isn't he? he? He's the only non-Jedi that kind of survives everything in those situations. Mm. Uh, like, because it's not even, even even in Return of the Jedi, it's not Han Solo flying the Millennium Falcon. It's Lando. So Wedge is in there, just in an X-wing, just being awesome, just being Wedge. Probably keeping all the Tie Fighters off Lando's. Yeah, back. exactly. Lando yeah. is not an amazing pilot. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. He's never been depicted as that. No, he just likes the ship. Yeah. Um, be really interesting to see Donald Glover as Lando as well. In That was... When they announced that yeah. casting, you just go, well, of course. Mm. I cannot wait to see Did you see that photo he put up on Instagram of all his capes? No. <laughs> so they're, they're like, he's got a whole selection of capes oh my God, for his amazing. costumes. Obviously leaning into that. Like, Lando, yeah, he fucking wears a cape. <laughs> and he's worn a cape for all his life. Does capes. Capes is what he does. I I'm I'm very I'm I, I, skeptical, I, but that that is the thing I'm most excited about for the the Han Solo. I, I don't feel the need to see Han Solo's origin story. No, I could I can do without that. Yeah, I mean, I mean if they go with like, there's a couple of different versions of his origin story. Mm. I think the most common one in the extended universe was he was like an ex. Um, he was ex Imperial, wasn't mm. he? He was like an Imperial pilot or something that. Um, then rescued Chewie from 
slavery, and that's how he got his life debt from him. Yeah, because they mentioned the slaves in Kashyyyk and um, on uh, Battlefront too. Yeah. So uh, the the other thing I heard was a young Luke Skywalker film. Like we saw that. Yeah. What? what, you, what yeah. When he's six. Exactly. Yeah. No, but what I would be up for is a. And in fact, I think they they have. Well, I think it might have just been Ewan McGregor optimistically talking about it, but an Obi Wan film, yeah, with Ewan McGregor, yeah, the age he is now, because he he didn't just sit in a hut on Tatooine that whole time. He must have been doing stuff, just getting more and more smelly. Yeah, <laughs> so that I would be very much up for, like lone Jedi on his own. Mm. Maybe he chats to Yoda at one point or something. But, but like doing something protecting Luke from something mm. but you don't you don't see that at all he's just off dealing with something so it never happens to him because I, like, I always got the impression that like he was he was actively protecting mm. Luke all this time he wasn't just sitting there glowering and and practising his his uh, yell for the sand people um what is the reason for contacting Obi-Wan Kenobi in Rogue One what, what's the reason they give Contacting Obi Wan. Yeah, so like the whole thing is that they need to contact. They've got the plans, and then, um, and then what? Bail Organa says that he's trusting that his there's someone he can trust to deliver a message. Yeah, he's talking about Leia. Yeah, I know he's talking about Leia. But what's the reason? But they say they've got to talk to. What about your Jedi friend? You reckon you can get him on board or whatever it is? Something along those mm. lines. Um, what's the message? That why, why do they need Obi Wan? Uh, that's probably quite a good question. I suppose, well, Obi-Wan and Yoda are the only Jedi that Bo mm. Morgana knows, and maybe Obi-Wan was the one where he knew where he was. Yeah. In fact, yes, he does know where he was yeah. because they took the kids. Yeah. Um, and Obi-Wan says to him, we'll, we'll take him to Tatooine. Mm. And he says, I'll take the girl. So he, Obi-Wan is the only Jedi that he knows how to get into contact yeah. with. Yeah. So that must be it. He doesn't know something. where Yoda is. Yeah, yeah. We're all dead. I totally want to watch Rogue One again. I only watched it this week, but uh, uh, all, all that sort of thing is—it's quite bobbins in the first one. Yeah, the actual like the ridiculous coincidences of everything. Oh, we're getting the ship blown up above the planet that I was going to anyway. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yes, yeah, very true. It's it's a bit nonsense, isn't it? Um, but Rogue One did quite well of like weaving into that without having to bend over backwards. Oh, too like much. the exhaust port as well. Like the fact. Well, that it kind of does, like it retroactively stops this being a fucking stupid plot point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Boss, there's a big uh, hole in the space station. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> We're not going to get attacked by any sort of rebellion. Yeah. I like the fact I got this idea that no one went over Galen Erso's blueprints. Said, Why do we need this exhaust port? Mm. Do, do we need that? Yeah. yeah, for the exhaust. Exhaust, yeah, it'll be fine, yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sceptical about the Han Solo film. I'm more sceptical about the Boba Fett film. Because I think Bo- the, what makes Boba Fett quite cool, and maybe you could say the same about Wedge as well, is that we don't really know anything about Boba Fett. I don't really want to know anything about Boba Fett. I just want to see him be a bounty hunter. Yeah. Also, Boba Fett has suffered from the prequels as well because mm. he got turned from being this faceless badass into yeah. an annoying Kiwi toddler who likes to pick up his dad's head. Yeah, 
Well, his, his, his dad's head is not in the Definitely helmet. Definitely not in the helmet. You see a shadow. Do you really? When it's after Windy chops it off and you see it flying through the air, there's like a shadow. And when it lands, there's a definite hollow sound okay. to the helmet. Okay. Because that would have been quite dark if it held the helmet and his head <laughs> just slithered out. out. That's, I've, I've always thought that's what it was, that the helmet was still in there, that head was still in there. No, it's just the helmet. Okay, I mean, that does make more sense now. <laughs> ah, that makes Attack of the Clones even better. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, the Star Wars prequels, you know young people love them, right? Do young people now love them? Yeah, I speak to... I've got... Where I work, I've got a couple of people between 16 and 21, right? Yeah, I hate to tell you this. They're not young people. They're like, young! No, but like an 11-year-old. Oh, okay. I'm talking about people that who grew up with the prequels being their films. Yeah, but that's just their bad luck. <laughs> that, that was the first thing they saw. Is it so possible... Of course they're going to like is it. Is it possible that, that the Star Wars films just aren't any good? And... Like there is an argument that, yeah, that is yeah, actually yeah. true, and that we just liked them because they were bright and shiny when we were kids. Yeah, and that the Ewoks are shit for starters. The Ewoks are shit. I like the Ewoks though. <laughs> They're not as shit as Jar Jar, but they are shit. But would we be saying that if we were <clears throat> growing up on the prequels, or would we be talking about how great the prequels are? I, I like to think by now we'd have come to our senses. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 it. I'd like to think that, but yeah. Because how old, when did so it came out in '99, didn't it? So mm. we were sort of 18. Yeah, so remember, old, old enough to know better. Remember buying a toy lightsaber? Yeah, well, I mean, that's right. we would have done that. The, anyway. Darth, the Darth Maul one when they all came out in the yeah. shops because you couldn't you know you couldn't get Star Wars toys in yeah. the shops really in the 90s. No, you could you had to look for them, and it was always rubbish ones. It was, yeah, you had to, like, it was all sort of yeah. off-brand knockoffs, yeah. and you had to go to like Forbidden Planet or something. You didn't just get them in Woolworths. Mm. And the, when they did have them, it was always like, it's the general that's in it for five seconds. I'm like, oh, excellent. Thanks mm. for that. Brilliant. Um, I, yeah, so that was... Because they've been there constantly since, but yeah. that was, it was actually a real novelty seeing Star Wars stuff on the shelves of shops. Yeah, yeah. So that was quite a giddy... I remember moment. buying the Darth Maul figure as well. Yeah. Like, the, first, the, first, the first time you walked to a shop, you were like, hang on, Star Wars... Lego. <laughs> oh, oh yes, that was shut up and take my money. It's the Lion community. What happened to Lego? <laughs> Star Wars Lego, Harry Potter Lego. Because <laughs> they all go quiet and one of them goes to say something. <laughs> it's, it's it's so funny. Um, yeah, Star Wars Lego was a real novelty, and now that's just like yeah, it's hard to find just Lego now. But I, yeah. you literally can't buy. Just Lego. It's it's practically all branded. Yeah, like because I mean, who just wants just Lego when you can have Star Wars Lego or Marvel Lego or yeah. I just I I think I think you're right. Going back to an earlier point, by the way, I think Disney are going to milk Star Wars dry. But I think there is definitely a certain amount of quality with Disney products in terms of movies. Yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about because I don't think they're going to knock out shit. No, because I don't think they do that. I don't think they could milk it dry mm. as long as they inject the necessary sort of creativity into it. Mm. You know, it's a whole universe. You could generate so many stories, but that's why I think they need to move away from everything being about the Skywalker family. Yeah. And that's why I really hope it turns out that Snoke and Ray 
aren't related to anyone. Oh, if Snoke turns out to be Anakin or a clone from his ear yeah. or some bollocks like that, it will feel really annoying. Yeah, because like, I don't think they need to relate. I, th- I like the idea of him... What is he? He's just a Sith, isn't he? He's good, he's, yeah. he's good though. You know, he's really good at it. But, but I'd rather it was... I wouldn't mind... Uh, a lot of people think he's the... He was the master. He was Palpatine's Sith Plagueis. Well, if I th- I think Palpatine made up the story of Plagueis because mm. it's so convenient for exactly what Anakin needed to hear at that moment to bend him to his will. Except he killed Darth Plagueis though in that story. Yeah, but I don't think any of that actually happened. Mm. I think he literally was just lying to tell Anakin, "Oh, you can you can stop her dying yeah. if you come and do whatever I say." What do you have to say? I, I know because I totally, you know, there's this this totally happened. There was this guy, right, and he could stop his girlfriend from dying, mm. and he totally did it. It's t- it's way too convenient. So I don't think Darth Plagueis existed, or if he did, wasn't Palpatine's mm. master. But obviously, someone taught Palpatine that stuff. So maybe that's who Snoke is. Yeah, I'll kind of be okay with that. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of okay. That I I really don't want Rey to be related to anyone. I don't see how she could be. Well, my theory is she's something to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe that's what he's up to for those years in the desert. <laughs> boning down. <laughs> he's just off covering the galaxy and kids. There you go, Disney. There's a load of, load of stories for you. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe it's like Jedi Order doesn't exist anymore. I've got nothing to do for 30 years. Fuck that vow of chastity, tell me that. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> but the only thing that makes me say that is Luke's too obvious, right? Luke is way too obvious. Yeah, also, there's no way Luke Skywalker ever had sex with anyone. <laughs> no, no, there is. He's so asexual. <laughs> Have you t- um, and and um, Han and Leia, that's too obvious as well. Whereas Obi Wan can yeah, mate, like Leia, Leia meets her at the end. If that was her <laughs> daughter, you'd fucking say something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I think if he's, I really just hope she's not related to anyone. That, that I, I'd rather she was. Yeah, just why like, can't she just be some random force sensitive? Because now, since no, Luke, I am your father. Everyone's <laughs> got to be related to everyone in Star Wars universe. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's which is crazy, but it it just makes such a big universe small yeah. by having it all connected so you know yeah why can't she just be someone okay. there, there may be an interesting story about her parents yeah maybe you I quite like to never to find out yeah, yeah why so. they left her on that planet why she thought they were coming back it doesn't doesn't matter no I agree I completely agree do we think uh, Ray is going to turn to the dark side in this one that is so clearly what they're signalling. Which means it's never going to happen. In the, in the trailer. So the, tra- the trailer really makes it look like she goes evil and um, emo Sith kills Leia. Yeah. And I, I don't think that will happen. No, I think it's too obvious, so I think he can't bring himself to do it yeah. or something. That... Also, I think even if they weren't in it, that's happened, I think they would give Carrie Fisher a better exit than that. Mm. You know, she's going to go out doing something fucking amazing. Yeah, I think so as well. But I remember watching the trailer because it was on during a Chicago Bears game. Mm. So I watched the trailer as it happened at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and um, 
I was on Twitter, and the bit where it looks like he launches a missile towards his mum's ship, I went, oh, you kill your mum too? I really don't like you. And someone had written those exact words <laughs> on Twitter. I hate that. It was, I really hate <laughs> when uh, someone, someone who's like followed by a lot of people says something, <laughs> you think, I, I've got such a witty comeback <laughs> to that. Yeah. And then just before you send it, you check their mentions, and like 50 people said the same thing. They said exactly the same thing. But the, yeah, clearly that's what they want you to think. They want you to think Luke's the bad guy, but apparently Mark Hamill's just going around ruining everything by saying, <laughs> no, I'm not a bad guy in this. So, no. I like, so yeah, he might be, she might be sort of like scarily powerful or mm. something. And when he when he's talking about like I've only seen this power once before and yeah. it terrified me or something. It didn't terrify me then, but it scares. It didn't scare me then, but it yeah. does now. Yeah, I, he might be talking about himself. Yeah, because he's meant to be the most powerful. Whatever. I, I get the feeling we'll see him kick ass in this one as well at some point. He has to do more than stand on a rock full yeah. of mutant penguins. <laughs> what do you think of the porks? I'm, I'm into them. I as like them. This as long as they don't end up taking down. Yeah. An imperial task force, so, like the fucking Ewoks. Are did. they Porgs, or is, is that one character called Porg? I don't want it to have a name. <laughs> you just want them to be the Porgs. I don't want it to be characters. I want yeah. it to be comic relief that Chewie develops a weird bond with. Because he, like, he's often like getting... like He seems to have like an affinity yeah. with like, little small animals. Like, he really gets on with the Ewoks, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think after they... After he stops being annoyed by them, but like yeah, the end, when like, they try to eat him, but yeah, they yeah. Like, and they like braiding his hair at the end or something. <laughs> oh, I love Chewbacca. Um, I I think yeah that the pork should be quite good. Poe Dameron looks great in it. I'm really excited about this. Like yeah. now, I'm happy that we're at a point where I can be excited about Star Wars films again. The visuals of it look amazing. So yeah. that, that the weird planet where they're driving these things that drag a trail in the dust which yeah. serves no purpose but to look awesome because the dust is the red dust red yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah um, it, it does look good the the terrifying huge um, ship yeah no mention so far of a spherical weapon of mass destruction <laughs> so fingers fingers crossed there they might get small this time like a ping pong ball because that would be I mean, it would be the second Star Wars film not to have a spherical weapon of mass destruction in it. <laughs> You're not including the prequels there, of course. They've, they've got the spherical droid control ships and they mention the, star, the, the Death Star in them. Oh my god, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. It would be nice to so not... So half of Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> they all have spherical weapons of mass destruction. Come on, guys, seriously. The Starkiller base is so funny. So we had Death Star and they literally go... Bigger Death Star. <laughs> just they show it next to it, the other one. Death Planet. Death Planet. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. But no, that that was it. Was it? It's not the Executor, is it? That's uh, Vader's one. What's it called? The uh, the massive ship that Kylo Ren has his flagship in this. Oh well, it's the Super Star Destroyer. And that, this isn't a Super Star Destroyer. Vader's was a Super Star Destroyer, wasn't it? Yeah. No. This this is like it's insane. It's going to be something really emo, isn't it? Let's I can't remember what it's called. But have you seen a picture of it? It's like a big wedge shape. Yeah, yeah. But there's like little triangles cut out of it, and you realise that those are docking ports for entire Star Destroyers. His, all his emo friends who come over. He's so, yeah. so irritating, guy Loren. Painting his bedroom black and <laughs> thinking um, about getting a tattoo, but he never quite manages to no, get so much courage to do it. Well, he's, you know, he's too busy listening to his 
<laughs> the first thing that comes up when you Google search Kylo Ren is Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, like if you hadn't seen it then and you're that bothered about it, then it's your own fault now. But still. yeah, um, it's the Kylo Ren Star Destroyer. Let's have a look. The finalizer. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Uh, according to this, it is. Yeah, use, use the, the finalizer, a resurgent class Star Destroyer. That's it. Um, images. You, you, the equalizer. So look. That thing, yeah. Mm. No, that's not it. It's that thing. Oh, yeah. And look, see those little triangular oh, yeah. things? That's where a Star Destroyer docks in. Supremacy? A mega class Star Destroyer. Nice. Um, the Supremacy, yeah. Anyway, right, we should yeah. get back into yeah, that. Anyway, yeah, it's, um, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what Mark Hamill's so hell up about. So this is not how what he would have done with a Star Wars film, apparently. Mm, yeah. I get it, but you're not a writer, shut up. <laughs> hey, you're nice about Mark Hamill. Um, and I, I love Mark Hamill. Me too. The, I would never ever say anything bad about him after he turned up doing a cameo in Man Down. Um, because he loves um, oh Christ what's his name oh I feel terrible mine's completely gone bottom flash heart Rick Mail Jesus how did I forget that he's in Man Down I haven't yeah. seen that have you not seen it no in the second series of Man Down yeah Mark Hamill has a cameo and it's an amazing that. cameo as well I um have you heard the rumour about if they do a, a Luke Skywalker film, who will mm. play Luke Skywalker? No. Sebastian Stan, who is Winter Soldier, uh, yeah. who looks exactly like young Mark Hamill, yeah, to the point where that's a pretty Mark point, Hamill actually. started calling him son every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but so that would be good. Yeah. I don't want to see a young Luke Skywalker. Film. No, I want to see just after Return of the Jedi. I've seen confused Luke Skywalker. Three young Luke Skywalker films. Yeah, already. and they were pretty so, good. They don't need to do another one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's enough of that. Yeah, like for someone say, I want to see a sequel to Rogue One. We've seen it. Rogue Two. Right. See what it's it's called New Hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, go and do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must be running out of options now. Young Moff Tarkin. <laughs> young Moff Tarkin. I, w- I would watch that just completely screwing everyone over Bosk yeah. watch a Bosk film but I mean you could do you, know, you could you could, you could have a film you know set mainly within the Empire yeah in some bit of it that you, you know there's all these huge galaxy spanning operations and we never see like the five people at the top hmm. well, you, you see so little of smugglers as well hmm. they make such a big deal about them in uh, any of the RPG like tabletop RPGs or uh, X-Wing as well they've got a whole section devoted to smugglers as well as yeah. the Empire and the Rebellion so you could do something with that um, we asked people earlier um, about um, the Star Wars and what EA have done with them 
and what we would want what we'd want them to see and we'll also go through because I've missed it what people have been up to as well other than us um, oh, fuck those guys <laughs> they're the nice people um, okay so uh, Sarah my girlfriend said um, I think I should be in charge of the Star Wars all of them um, I think this is a very common feeling amongst Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's a Star Wars fan. That's the thing. I like she's expresses very little interest in Star Wars, <laughs> but I think she just wants to be in charge of it. So fair enough. Um, Simon Sparks, who helped create the bunker, mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, he goes. I want Dice to carry on making them. If they, if that means EA comes with it, then so be it. It's still a bloody good game. Brilliant story mode. Yeah, EA is just a publisher. Yeah, and yeah, there's no way. Dice built in all those microtransaction things. That's in like the front end mm. user interface, but it's not the actual game. That's the problem with it, though, isn't it? That the, the microtransactions are ruining the game. Yeah, which is a perfectly good game without them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jack says not Bethesda. There's barely a single Bethesda game that has any kind of decent melee combat. Uh, to which I'm guessing Tom replied apart from all the Bethesda games that have decent melee combat but um, well mm, hang on yeah. so where, what is one that does because like Skyrim is fucking awful yeah that's fair that, that's that's what Jack was hinting at there um, I can't uh, the only thing I'd say is if you gave it to someone like id give like can you imagine a Star Wars game done like Doom for example yeah that would be fun so I want something that makes lightsaber combat good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to Dark Forces Jedi Knight again. Yeah. Because that was amazing. That was keyboard and mouse though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which did help. But you could so you could play through I mean it was an FPS and you, mm. you had a whole it was back in the days when you had a weapon wheel of thirty things that you could all carry at once. Mm. You had a sniper rifle, which was fucking brilliant. It disintegrated people. Yeah, yeah. You had a rocket launcher, you had a shotgun, you had a pistol, you had all that. And you could play through the game using all of them. But what you realised was it was most satisfying to play that game using your lightsaber, force push and force pull, and nothing else. Yeah. And it was so much fun <clears throat> playing it like that. You know, I... I and it's, it's just me, but I can't stand all those games where you've got to memorise 400 combos. No, same. So, you know, you could do a lightsaber game that was one of those, and I'm sure the people that are into those things would think it was amazing. Yeah, you could do Soul Calibur, the Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm I'm not into that. Or like a you know like a bayonetta type thing. Yeah, the, I mean the, the difficulty with melee combat is making it feel like you're actually hitting something. Yeah, and like what your character is doing is what you chose for them mm. to do, which is difficult. Which is why I think you'd want someone. Well, you can't have Warner making a Star Wars game, unfortunately. So you can't have Rocksteady making that. They, they are. Uh, I think they're doing a Justice League game is the rumour mm. but you can't have Rocksteady doing like a the equivalent of Batman with Star Wars could you really although that would be great yeah um, you could do something like that I don't know who you get EA in EA to do it but I think the one thing the thing with if you had Bethesda making it then it's, it's like EA they're a publisher and they can get a variety of other people to actually do something quite interesting with it maybe but it's EA that own it so we won't see that couple things on Twitter as well when it eventually loads up what people have been up to mostly and we have um, Simon Sparks again says he's been playing Fortnite um, he says it's super fun local multiplayer great for nights in mm-hmm. I do quite fancy that that's like what I've been looking at because while I wait for the player unknown battleground which 
I'll play and probably instantly regret because I'll be terrible at it. Um, no, but, so that's that's not much of a problem because yeah. you have a hundred players and one winner. Yeah. So ninety nine percent of the people playing lose. Yeah. But you can still, from what I understand, you can sort of come away from it feeling like you've had a really good round anyway. Yeah. yeah. If you achieved certain things or you know lasted a certain amount of time or just you know had fun. Um, somebody follows us on Twitter fighting fantasy at game book journey this guy is going through all the fighting fantasy books Jesus and, and talking about it nice. and he, can, he knows us because I mentioned that we're doing a similar thing like, there's a lot of them yeah there is a, a lot of them uh, he, uh, asked him what we should be watching he said well there's Kroll um, the tagline for it do you know anything about Kroll? No. Uh, beyond our time, beyond our universe, there is a planet besieged by alien invaders where a young king must rescue his love from the clutches of the beast or risk the death of his world. And I... I'm into it. A world light years beyond your imagination. I I, I think... I think I'm going to put a picture oh, of Krull. that. No, that's like an absolute classic, that. Absolute classic? Yeah, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I've, I've never watched it, but... That doesn't mean no. I thought this was like a new thing. No, no, it's an old thing. Uh, Paul Edge has said he's been watching Babylon 5, starts to get on Pick TV. Everyone should watch it, it's amazing. Also, Call of... Babylon 5 is a big part of shit. Yeah, it's just quite in space there, though. It's actually all right. I never, never really watched it. It's all right, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty World War II doesn't blow complete mon- donkey balls as well, which is... Yeah, I mean, and that's that's going to be chalked up as a big win. <laughs> it, is. it will be the biggest selling game of the year, probably, no doubt, so... Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's some people who, when when like you know the, the like the most was it like the most downvoted Reddit thing of yeah, all yeah. time was the the EA announcement the 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 people at Infinity Ward whoever it was doing this mm. it's not Infinity Ward anymore is it yeah one of them doing this this um, Call of Duty would have been like yeah thank fuck for that because <laughs> they got so much shit for their was it the it was the in, Infinite, Infinite Warfare, Warfare yeah. trailer yeah was like the most hated video on YouTube. <laughs> Ever. They did that, and then they, with it, released the uh, remastered Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Oh, which I, um, as I perfectly knew it would, yeah. when it came out as a standalone thing, I got that and played through it. It's fucking brilliant. It's still good, yeah? Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. Do they? So in the multiplayer, they charge you for the DLC, apparently. I don't I, I haven't been playing the multiplayer. And they've got uh, microtransactions in it, from okay. what I understand. Of course they have, but yeah. no, I just wanted to play through the campaign again. Campaign it's is, is it's a good brilliant. The, that one and the next one, I think. Modern Warfare 3 oh, went off the rails a Yeah, bit. that's where they kind of jumped the shark a little bit with uh, what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> is it that one where he just sets off a nuclear weapon in, in orbit to, to stop, I think so, to stop yeah. everyone fighting? Modern Warfare 1's got the one where the nuke goes off, isn't it? Like You're playing as the guy, and you've played as a guy for a little yeah. bit, and it, the nuke goes off and you die. Yeah. It's like... That's pretty brutal. That's pretty awesome. Modern Warfare Two is the one where you're going through the airport, killing. The yeah, people. that's the no Russian. One. Yeah, yeah. Modern Warfare Three. That's one where there's like the poison gas attacks everywhere. Yeah. I think you see. Don't you? Like the equivalent of the no Russian mission is you're like a, you're you're an American tourist in London. Oh yeah. You're like taking a photo of your family and then you, they attack out and you'll die. Yeah, yeah. Those games are quite good. Like the first two, at least. The first two are brilliant. Yeah. The the the, uh, the price and soap ones. I love. Soap, fucking legend. Yeah, soap. Yeah. 
rest in peace. Um, the tutorial for um, Modern Warfare One is great as well because you're doing the assault course. Yeah, you're at like the SAS um, yeah. base with just like loads of like gruff British people calling calling you a nonce. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look good? Uh, yeah, it look. I mean, it looks like a remastered game, mm. but it it does. It looks really, really awesome, and uh, yeah, it's just so satisfying. It's such a tight campaign. Yeah, you got the the all gillied up oh, mission. God, that's so good. The one uh, Pripyat one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that last sort of final escape, and then when Price slides that pistol over to you, and you're like, I'm going to shoot that fucker in the face. <laughs> It's awesome. It's, I do want to play it again. I'll see if it's uh, the war pig Friday. one where you got to you got to sort of protect that tank. Oh yeah, and yeah. Escort it through the through the city. Some absolutely great moments in it. We've got five minutes. Do you want to? Um, shall I go quickly? Go through? so strict about time. <laughs> yeah. Shall I quickly go through the Black Friday deals? See if yeah, there's anything sure. you're interested in. See if anything anyone's interested. Purely Xbox because I, I consider us an Xbox podcast. Kind of are, yeah, aren't really. Also, I mean, anything that's on a Black Friday for Xbox will also be a Black Friday oh, for almost, PlayStation almost as well. Yeah. So I'll go through the ones I think might be of interest. Absu, eight pounds. That's good oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really relaxing. I like that. Uh, Agents of Mayhem, seventeen pound fifty. Same people that did Saints Row. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like the last Saints Row game. You're too, you're too overpowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't fun anymore. Uh, nearly everything Assassin's Creed's cheap. Uh, Origins is £38.49 which is cheaper that's not cheap enough no I understand that Syndicate though is £12 Syndicate's alright yeah. um, a triple pack of Black Flag Unity and Syndicate £24.75 yeah. uh, Batman The Enemy Within complete series £14.99 it's the mm-hmm. tell- second series of the Telltale one and the first series is now £7.50 First series is great. I made some pretty big mistakes in it though. <laughs> um, that have come back to haunt me in the second series as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, £24.49. Is it worth that? Uh, I th- if you really loved it, I'd say it probably is, yeah. I think I, it was on offer when I got it. Mm. I, can't I think I paid about £22 for it. What I find hilarious is now that's more expensive than Infinite Warfare. Does that still come with it? No, so they they're selling them separately. But Modern Warfare Remastered is twenty four pound forty nine. Infinite Warfare is eighteen pound fifty. It is better than Infinite Warfare. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, Dark Souls three twenty pounds. Oh yeah. I'm never gonna have time. Never gonna play them. Dead Rising four twenty pounds. That's quite good fun. It is good fun. That. Yeah, I quite enjoy that. Destiny two. Played a bit of that. That's good as well. Um, I'm just not on the Destiny train. It's got Nathan Fillion in, so that's, that's all it took for me, really. <laughs> £35.70 is still quite expensive, though. Dishonored 2, £15. That's a good one. Oh, still, the first one is still on my to-do list. Like, and it always will be. That, that's yeah. the way I look at Dishonored. I had it on the 360, didn't play it then, so bought the remastered version for <laughs> the uh, the Xbox One. Still haven't played it. So, Where yeah. I'm up to so far is I've installed it on the Xbox One. Mm. Yeah, I've done the first mission, but I wanted to do the mission without killing anyone, because... That's where I went wrong the first time yeah. I played it, because it's actually quite hard, Yes, and uh, it took me ages, and then something else came out. Yeah, I lost interest, because cause if you don't kill anyone, because it, there's a plague, isn't there? So the more people you kill, the more... Yeah, like the nastier you are, the more sort of horrible the environment mm. gets. 
Um, Fallout 4, £13.13. It's not bad. You played that? No. I've I've not got time in my life for that sort of thing. Well, how about this one? One for you, Russ. Uh, This is the one I went for. Final Fantasy (laughs) £15. £16. Boy Band Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fury, £8. It's meant to be pretty good. Uh, Gears of War 4, £16.74. War 4. Gears of War 4. War 4. War 4. War 4. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 still £27.50 I mean I might buy it because I've already bought that game about six times <laughs> yeah so I might just buy it have you not got it for Xbox One? yeah I, th- I think I've actually I actually think I might have bought it three times <laughs> it's I, so good I have as well thinking about it so I got it for 360 yeah I got it on the Xbox One um, and then I think I think it was when we were moving house, hmm. and all my games were in a box somewhere, and I really wanted to play it, so I just bought it online because <laughs> I couldn't find the disc. <laughs> I've got I've got, the, I've got the download version as well. Yeah, um, and then yeah, got on yeah, got too many copies of it. That was like we did quite a lot of that on your stag too. Played <laughs> a lot. Of, <laughs> Marks didn't sleep. No. Um, what else we got? Gwent. Some powder for Place Gwent. in Wales, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Halo, Guardian. Uh, Avoid. Yeah, it's not good. Halo Wars 2. £15. Probably worth that. Oh, there was definitely one on here that you'll be interested in. I've realised that. Uh, Homefront Revolution. Meant to be pounds, but it's £10. Just <laughs> Wars 3. £9. If you've not played it, it yeah. is, I mean, £9. It is more than £9 worth of fun. Um, you've got <laughs> Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris is £3 with the season pass or if you just want the season pass it's 90 pence wow uh, Life is Strange complete season have you, ever, have you played Life is Strange? no no, no, no. That, is, that is something I need to get into £4 yeah, that's the that. first series that's worth worth every penny there um, Mafia 3 £14 meant to be very good that's, that's not pretty good that uh, Megalodon shark card for Grand Theft Auto 5 because they've been doing microtransactions for fucking ages and no one said a word um, that's but it doesn't it doesn't actually unbalance the gameplay all that much no you can just buy Hercules and uh, but only for only really for sort of fucking about it. Mm. like if you buy you can buy insane race cars but if you don't have one mm. if you go into a race you're still given an insane race car mm. it might not be quite as good yeah, no, but it's not fair. like you have to drive a little 2CV or something when everyone else is in a Koenigsegg or something um, Resident Evil 7 £26.50 yeah maybe it came out this year it feels like ages ago that film mm. that game came out that is near the end of the year yeah I suppose so yeah that's very true that is how time works uh, Resident oh sorry I've done that bit. Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, 20th anniversary edition £14.85 mm-hmm. Rocket League £8 I like Rocket League um, what else we got Steep £15 mm-hmm. Sunset Overdrive £10 you played that before no it looks really good fun though it is really good fun that's really good uh, let's get through this I'm kind of interested in picking up Oblivion because it's got a 4k update weirdly enough oh, yeah. um, that's cheap here somewhere no, I can't see it uh, Evil Within £4.95 and Evil Within 2 £25 Evil Within 2 is pretty good fun uh, Witcher Wild Hunt £12.50 mm-hmm. uh, let's skip to a couple of the really good ones you've got Watch Dogs 2 £18.50 
Oh, I might give that a go actually. Yeah, it's really it's that's really good. And I thought Wolfenstein was on this list. I heard Wolfenstein was really cheap. Wolfen- Wolfenstein is on it is on this because uh, what's his name? Major Nelson, Major Nelson tweeted about it. It's like night. twenty-five pounds for Wolfenstein too. I think you have to have gold to get it at that right. price. So I don't know how much it will be for non-gold, but it'll be because it's still like forty-five quid in the shops. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, that's about it. Let's wrap yeah. this up then. Uh, thanks for listening again. Contact us on Twitter at two mtoh two mtoh. You can contact us on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash dmtoh. And Instagram, which is TMTOH. Um, there's an email. If you've sent it, I honestly think it's been a year since I checked it, so good luck with that. Uh, we'll be back probably soon. Yeah, let's stick with that. Yeah, soon. There yeah. we go. Uh, and I imagine Tom will be here. Yay. Yay. We'll miss you, Tom. Because um, it's really cold in here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you do, but you heat this box up like nobody else. Um, Thanks for listening. We have to have the windows open. (laughs) And the door. And it's been colder than this. Because we've done it in winter before, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. What does he do? It might be all the wind. I think he just pulsates heat. (laughs) We're back next week-ish, maybe. Goodbye. Bye.